Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the basement. Elijah McEwen here from the city of Pembroke here with another Hockey Town Hangouts. We're here every Friday night at 7 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube, 9 p.m. on your TV, Ottawa Valley, with new episodes. This week, we've got another great one for you. We've got an interview with Stereo's vocalist, two-time Juno Award nominee, and multi-platinum Canadian recording artist, Patrick Cordyback, as well as two sets from service delay it's going to be an awesome show we can't wait for you to see it if you're ordering in tonight we've got over 30 great restaurants for you to check out if you're watching later in the week we've got over 40 wonderful restaurants for you to order in from there's a lot for you to check out and why not check out something new tonight and find a new favorite restaurant in Pembroke. There are many local charitable organizations that address different needs in our community who need support as we work through this pandemic together. If you're able to, please consider donating to them. We'll include some links in the description below and flash some info throughout the episode. Please consider donating to them if you have uh, some available funds. Please support these groups in their endeavors to support uh, vulnerable and at-risk groups in our area at this time. Please remember, follow all health regulations as laid out and be aware the city of Pembroke is still here for you for whatever you need through these trying times. We're now in stage one of this pandemic, but we're still working through this pandemic. It's not over yet. Uh, please continue to follow all social distancing guidelines and all health regulations, and we'll work through this together as a community. Without further ado, it's Friday night. Let's hang out. All right, this week on Hockey Town Hangouts, we're proud to be joined in Pembroke here by Stereo's vocalist, two-time Juno Award nominee and multi-platinum Canadian recording artist, Patrick Cordyback. Thank you for joining us here tonight, Patrick. Thank you so much for having me. This is a, a great opportunity. I appreciate you having me on. And Patrick, what's been up, man? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing terrific. To be honest with you, I've had... Um, you know, making the most of the situation, just like everyone else, I think. Um, pretty much just laying low, but uh, I've been able to be very productive and write a ton. Um, so I'm holding up all right, man. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Thank you for asking. Uh, it's a bit of a chaotic situation for all of us, I think. But uh, yeah. we're doing the best we can and uh, trying to keep the uh, people of the city here as uh, informed as we can and trying to keep people entertained a little bit as well. So uh, we appreciate people like you coming on here to, uh, you know, help us do that. And so we appreciate uh, you doing that. Now you're joining us from Edmonton here tonight, right? Correct. Absolutely. And how's, uh, how's Edmonton doing right now? You know what? Um, very well. Um, in terms of the actual like pandemic and that situation, numbers are very low in this city actually. And so we're in the middle of kind of a gradual reopening, which started this week. Um, right and then otherwise, you know, I love Edmonton. I was born and raised here, but I can admit that it is an absolute nightmare in the winter. And so we are moving into when Edmonton absolutely nice. It's nice and hot out today, actually. Um, so this is the time to be in the city. I'll be honest. I love it right now. Right on. Right on. Glad to hear that. <laughs> and uh, now we've been at this 
pandemic life, uh, if you will, for over two months now. Uh, how have you been spending your time? I have been spending, so my wife and I have an understanding. I have until 4 p.m. and then I must emerge from the basement. So I've been writing <laughs> a ton. And honestly, with uh, the way the music's been going, we didn't really know. We were kind of playing it by ear. We had a big summer plan for shows. And then I wasn't probably going to be able to write the album until the fall. But this has allowed me to get ahead of that. And so I've just been trying to write as much as possible. And then at 4 p.m., I'm uh, forced to hang out with my beautiful wife. So that's basically my day every single day. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're doing it from the basement, too, because uh, guess where we're doing this show? We're doing it from the basement. This is uh, Everything good is yeah. from the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a house uh, three weeks ago, and we are shooting this show right in my basement. And uh, so I, I love that you're getting some creative juices flowing uh, during yeah. this, and it's allowed you to get that creativity going. Uh, yeah, it's been now, I mean, you got it. Absolutely. Uh, now, it's good that you're able to find some positivity uh, in all the negativity as well. Um, do you think there's been, you know, an opportunity for you to – do something that you wouldn't have been able to do otherwise? Um, like I said, the, the, the writing has been huge, right? It's been consuming quite a, quite a bit of my day. Um, but, and that might sound kind of self-explanatory, but at the same time, it's good because there's not a lot of pressure in terms of stuff done. And that's usually where the best writing comes from. Now on the flip side, to move away from like the music side, um, you know, I was joking about having to spend time with my wife, but <laughs> Every day is kind of like a nice Saturday for us right now. Like we're in a really good situation where we can kind of spend it the way we need to. And I think that obviously, like I don't want to um, minimize or be dismissive of like the severity of what's going on. Of course, it's serious and I, I can't wait for everything to go back to normal. But I do think that um, every, like we've been able to really, really reset, you know what I mean? And just sort of, yeah. uh, there's been a sense of urgency in our life that I don't even know if we realized it was there, to be honest with you. Um, but you can kind of, when you take away that urgency and you sort of have, uh, time and structure that you can kind of create for yourself, I think it's been really, really healthy for us. So that's been, um, that's been great for us, to be honest. That's great to hear, man. Uh, now if we go back in time a little bit to 2009, uh, stereos were everywhere. You couldn't turn on much music or turn on the radio without seeing or hearing you. And now 11 years later, here we are, stereos have returned and released a new track with Sunset Gold. Now, what brought the band back together after some time apart, and how has it felt to make music with the group again? Great question. So we um, are, I'll try and make this a long story short here, which is always <laughs> the way someone starts a story that never ends up short. But we, uh, we essentially, we'd broken up, we were done, but there was never really any bad blood, I would say, especially not after, like not in the last eight years since we broke up. And so we just started talking about doing a 10 year reunion show just for ourselves and the fans. Cause the breakup was very abrupt. It like kind of came out of nowhere for a lot of people and we didn't really go out in our own terms. And for a band that, you know, a lot of people think of us as an overnight success with the TV show. Well, that overnight success took five years to get to at least of just constant touring, playing to no one. So we put so much time and effort into it for it to just kind of, be done that quickly was was tough for us so um we wanted to do this reunion show the 10-year reunion because the 10 years only comes around once you know what i mean 11-year reunion doesn't sound as cool so <laughs> we wanted to do that show we did it in toronto in may of last year 
and we didn't know if anyone would show up. It was just for us to go out on our own terms. And while the show sold out and people were singing the words back at us and I have way too big of an ego for that not to affect me and me be like, okay, I need to do this <laughs> as much as possible. And so we planned an Edmonton show and that one sold out. And then from there I just started writing. And so that's how Sunset Gold came about. And behind the scenes, we just started, you know, the guys give me great space to kind of write the songs, but then they take them and we put them through the band filter. It's the same way we've written songs uh, since before the TV show. And it's the same way we write songs now. And I just kind of wanted to write, um, you know, a more updated version of, of a sound that I think that we kind of um, did, had a big part in creating. Um, and so, yeah, it was basically the, the catalyst were, was the shows, though. the reunion shows and seeing that, you know, people kind of cared more than we did over the last eight years, you know, it was kind of out of my life and I, I had accepted that, but to feel like, you know, people still have that soft spot for stereos and what it meant to them, it was uh, a big, big encouraging uh, factor. And how do you think that you personally have grown uh, and grown creatively as an artist over the last decade um, and grown all the way to today? So I've learned, I've learned not to be flippant about our old music because there are some diehard fans who are like, hey, don't say that because I love those songs. And I'm just <laughs> honestly, I'm a very self-deprecating person. I'm joking. But I mean, the it's no secret that our old songs were just about meeting girls. <laughs> that's all it was. And I was in my very early 20s and that's all I wanted to, that's all I did think about. So it was authentic. <laughs> but, you know, I do think that um, a lot of the bands that made me want to play music before that ever came along had really great lyrical themes and um, just put them into better, more serious context. And that's something I wanted to get done on this yeah. new uh with the new music it's just explore you know i do think that i've been able to write really good lyrics we actually had a band after stereos um was complete failure called i65 but the lyrics were really good in that so i just wanted to kind of combine both worlds of the you know pop sensibilities that's how i write songs it's always i always want to have the catchiest songs possible but i don't think you have to compromise on lyrical quality so i think that it's just getting back more to my influences i would say in terms of like good lyrics and then trying to combine that with catchy songs. Now, warmer weather is uh, getting here, at least in Pembroke. I don't know about Edmonton, uh, maybe getting there as well. Uh, but that means summer is coming. I did everything in my power last year to make Summer Girl the song of the summer here. And uh, a few months later, sure enough, Stereos is back with new music. So Sunset Gold automatically going on my playlist this summer. What is on your social distance summer playlist this summer? Um, so this happens to me every year. Now, I listen to it year round. So I don't want to sound like a complete, um, like, I don't know, try hard. But I really get heavy into country music in the summer. And so these playlists, I'm going to sound like such an old man. When, when we put out Sunset Gold a few months ago, our manager was freaking out because we were getting in all these playlists. And in my head, I'm like, what's a, like, a playlist is something you make on your own to like a mix, whatever, who cares? But I'm starting to really learn how these playlists work and how that's, you know, where people go to. So I'm honestly putting on just country playlists, Spotify or Apple Music, and I've been getting into that. I love the pop songwriting of country music. And again, I know that's maybe not the most popular thing. I think a lot of people are like country purists. I know Dan in my band, I love the guy to death, but like he hates the country I listen to because he grew up on a farm and he, it's not real country to him. 
But um, that's what I've been listening to, man. Like, I love uh, Eric Church. I think he was one of my favorite artists for sure. And uh, from there, I love Kygo, man. So, like, the opposite side, the Tropical House stuff, that's perfect for the summer vibes. Uh, you can throw that on and have people over. Well, not now, but uh, <laughs> pretend, pretend people are over and throw on some Kygo. That's my, uh, my recommendation. Yeah, a little Zoom house party with Eric Church in Chicago. That's perfect. Perfect. That's, yeah, that night, my night is made. <laughs> uh, for a couple of years, Pat, uh, there was a bit of stereos mania happening here in Canada. Uh, whether people remembered or not, it happened. It was a thing here. I can't tell you how many of my friends in grade nine and 10 had your hairstyle, copied that hairstyle. No. What? <laughs> what was the most surreal moment uh of that experience during that summer girl and throw your hands up era you know what there's a zero percent chance that i'm gonna nail this off the top of my head but i will give the first thing that comes to my head <laughs> and we played a, a series of shows um i think it was called summer invasion or something i don't know but it was a series of like festival shows in different cities, Toronto, um, and one of them was in Halifax. Anyways, so we play the show in Halifax and it's the best situation. They pay you really well for those festivals, first of all. Mm. Second of all, you play three songs, dude. So it's very easy to like have some drinks after and like, cause if I'm doing like an hour set, I gotta behave, but on these it was perfect. So anyways, great setting and we're playing right on the water in Halifax, beautiful sunset. And I'm watching down with Webster, who, you know, we played with them so much. So I, I don't know if I'd say, but I loved watching them. They're a great live band. And out of nowhere, the most stereotypical, like, it's, it's like an SNL skit. I didn't even see it, but he was also on these shows. Little John, if you remember him, grabs oh, yeah. his shoulders and just goes, yeah, yeah, like as I'm in the show and then walks away. And so thank God the other guys in my band were standing beside me because it sounds like I'm lying. It's like, yeah, that sounds like a little too like, there's no way he's actually like that. Dude, he's actually like that. He never spoke a word to me. And I was just like, what am I doing with my life right now? This is so awesome. So that was a great, it just stands out off the top of my head as like a very cool moment that, uh, you know, not a lot of people get to experience. That's incredible. Now as let's just backtrack for a second to that hairstyle. Um, because I can't, I can't lie to you. So many of my friends had that hairstyle. Oh, you know, the, the, um, I'm 25 now. It took okay, me a so second. Okay, so you were like 50-ish. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, um, That makes sense then, that makes sense. It was right there. The guys, they didn't want the Bieber hairstyle, but some of them had the Bieber hairstyle. The guys wanted that Pat Cordyback hairstyle, and they had that Pat Cordyback hairstyle. Uh, how long did that hairstyle last? Well, first of all, it take. <laughs> so I am blessed and cursed with thick wavy hair. Okay, <laughs> so that's great. Like I'm, I'm not losing any of it right now, and I'm getting my mid thirties here. Um, so I love that about it. The other side of it is I'm the last person on earth who should grow his hair long. So <laughs> it lasted a long time, but it also took a very long time to get there. Because it was like literally, dude, two years of growing. Because my hair didn't just grow straight; it grows like out like this. And so yeah. it's like it's ridiculous to try and grow long. So I was heavy into the straighteners and stuff like that. <laughs> um, yeah, like it, so that took two years to get it there, and then say like another three years, full three years. 
And, uh, you know, we were lucky enough to do a couple American tours and like, we were in, just as an example in like Texas in the middle of July. And that is the worst hairstyle to have in the heat. So like that was dedication to my craft, if anything, you know, if nothing else. <laughs> I, I believe in you. That's, that's true. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Now, now we know you're a huge Oilers fan. Uh, we're here in Pembroke, it's hockey town, Canada. So we can't help but talk a little hockey with you. Sure, uh, let's, let, let's get one thing out of the way. I'm a huge Leafs fan. So mm -hmm. we've got a little bit of a problem right off the hop here. So we might not see eye to eye on much except for pain. Um, a lot of it in the last few decades. Uh, right. What has life been like as an Oilers fan in the post Gretzky era? Um, you, yeah, it, it tests you, buddy. Like you gotta, <laughs> you gotta really make sure that you love it. Actually, it's funny you mention this. So my best friend in the world, our guitar player, Rob Shalafu, diehard Oilers fan, diehard sports fan. Him and I, that's our connection to sports. Unlike anyone else in the band. The other, the, the rest of the band's very uh, lukewarm about sports. So Rob and I connect. I have, though, I have banned him from celebrating our next cup because it got so bad that he would choose his second favorite team. He would go see Boston play Edmonton in Edmonton and wear a Boston uniform, which is unacceptable. So he is not allowed to celebrate our next cup. He's been banned from that. I've never got to that point because I am a loyal person and I yes. am garbage. Now, I will say, to compare the Leafs and Oilers, I got to say, man, like, 1967 is not 1990. So, I, like, I'm not going to trip you too hard, but... Um, I'm sorry, you know, I'm 25 years old, and, I mean, I've been on this earth a while, and the Oilers <laughs> have not won a cup in my lifetime, so... We've won some playoff series, though, at least, buddy. And here's the other <laughs> thing, too, is that... The Leafs stopped winning Stanley Cups when other teams were allowed to play in the NHL. I can win the Stanley Cup if I'm not playing anyone else for it. But it's like, hey, should we play someone else? Oh, we're not winning Cups anymore. Now I'm going to stop chirping you because you're a very nice guy. But we don't, I don't want to get into it too much. I'm being, of course, the Oilers have been a roller coaster ride of sadness and emotion. And it's not great to – you know what the big thing is? Is that as I get older, I start realizing, like, um, I don't know if you listen to Spit and Chicklets and stuff like that. I love the podcast because it gives so much uh, behind the scenes, like hockey information. But mm. I'm starting to learn that like the Oilers organization isn't always looked at as the best team to play for. And that hurts to hear as a fan, right? Like I can't cheer for anyone yeah. else. So um, all jokes aside, I get where you're coming from. Um, <laughs> I would, I don't know about you actually, I have a question for you. If the Leafs don't win this cup, do you want a Canadian team to win it? Um, yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't live and die on that hill. I, where I'm at, I can't stand Montreal. Not there for Montreal. Um, I've, Ottawa, I'm indifferent towards. You know, I hated Ottawa as a kid. Now, who cares? Yeah, who I, cares, yeah. yeah, I don't think about Ottawa. Winnipeg, I, I don't think about. Calgary, I mean, I know your feelings on Calgary. I don't think about Calgary. Vancouver, I like Vancouver these days. Um, Edmonton, Edmonton, I'm indifferent towards, and uh, that's basically where I'm at. So, I mean, I'd be fine with a Canadian team winning, but I'm not like openly cheering for a Canadian team to win the cup, you know? That's a good I'm not getting on that bandwagon, yeah, that's fair. I'm the opposite, like, I'm so petty that it to me, if the Oilers don't win it, I would rather 
barf for days than have leaf spans be able to have those bragging rights. That would kill me, man. And I mean, and that's honestly, I would take the leaves over the flames. Like, I actually don't know how I would react to the flames winning the cup. I think that's where I'm at yeah, with Montreal, I think. Yeah, and see, I get that. Uh, Vancouver, and see, the, I'm a very annoying sports fan. I would be okay with Vancouver if they changed back to the black jerseys, the 90s jerseys. It's a nice jersey. For some reason, I'm like, yeah, if they won the cup in those, that's fine. If they win in those weird orca <laughs> blue things they have now, oh, yeah. vomit. But anyways, that's not on it too long. <laughs> now, what and uh, who got you through the years between Gretzky and McDavid? Because there's some dark times in there. Uh, but now that we're into the McDavid times, you know, there's uh, light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, what players really uh, got you through those years? Man, I loved, uh, like, Al Shemsky. He actually just retired this last week. Yep. That guy was always an underrated, uh, I think, playmaker and puck mover. The only issue with Hemsky is that we now have what I would say is Hemsky with effort, and that's in Dreisaitl, because Hemsky, I think, uh, and of course, I'm one of those fans that I hate, where I'm sitting in the, in the stands being like, he needs to try harder. Like, I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Keep that in mind. But I loved Alex Hemsky. Obviously, Ryan Smith is, uh, he has a place near and dear to my heart as one of those Oilers. I actually, like, had some pretty fond memories, man. Like, I remember getting surprised on my birthday, I think, 97 playoffs. We won some series back then, um, which yeah. now, I'm sure you can even relate to it. It's like, if we were to win a series, or the Leafs were to right now, you'd be like, that's amazing. But back then, we're like, we suck because we only beat Dallas once or twice. I don't know. Um, yeah. You asked me which players I like, and now I'm going off on an absolute tangent about early 90s Oilers hockey, so I apologize. I hear you, man. I hear you. Let's play uh, some Oilers word association. I'll give you a name. You tell me the first thing that pops into your head. Oh, okay. Peter Shirelli. You're making me mad already. Okay. Um, I would say criminal. Uh, Ryan Smith. Beauty. Nail Yakupov. Joke. <laughs> Craig McTavish. Nails. <laughs> Mike Comrie. <laughs> uh, it's only one word, hey? <laughs> sure, yeah. If you've uh, got two, I'll take them. Bad teammate. <laughs> uh, Kevin Lowe. I like Kevin Lowe. So um, I would say tall. <laughs> Who would have won the barn fight between Kevin Lowe and Brian Burke? Brian Burke would have dummied him, and I love that story so much. But <laughs> um, Brian Burke is such, like, Oilers fans hate him because he hated us, but I love Brian Burke. I think that guy's awesome. Uh, and to finish us off, Hunter the Lynx. Unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Pat, I have to ask. I drove my office students uh, absolutely crazy last summer playing Jet Black Cadillac twice a day, every day. Uh, did you ever get that Jet Black Cadillac? Nope, and here's the thing. You know what? Um, I'd say even when times are really good with the band, we're getting paid. Um, I've never been much of a car guy, but I am, uh, I like things that rhyme. So I, I don't want to <laughs> let you down and like a little, they say never meet your heroes, but uh, I was never overly interested in jet black Cadillacs to begin with. I hate to, <laughs> I hate to break it to you. 
Great question. Wow. That's uh, heartbreaking, you know? Yeah, I just got I a also... Jeff Black Tiguan in the fall, though. So that's wow. not as uh, not a catchy song title, but... It's really yeah. not a great... Would not make a great song. Uh, if you could pick a couple artists to tour with you on a first big tour back out on the road, who would you want out with you? Now, are they opening for us or are we opening for them? Because that's going to change the game considerably. Let's say uh, one opens for you and you open for one. Great point. Okay. Open for us. See, I don't want to insult people here. <laughs> I'm going to say we're opening for the Chainsmokers. Nice. And we are direct support. And then opening for us is Calling All Captains. They are uh, pretty soon probably like going to outgrow us, but they're an amazing, they're actually, I don't even know, alternative band in Edmonton. They played our uh, hometown show with us and they are unbelievable live. So everyone check out Calling All Captains. I love those guys. Um, and I think part of the, a big reason I like them is because they're all, we're stereo super fans in junior high too. So it makes me feel good about them. Right on. Uh, and what are you <laughs> looking forward to most about so-called normal life uh, when this pandemic is behind us? I think patios. I miss those. Yeah. Um, and all jokes aside, I don't know, man, like I'm, really really like I live so close to the mountains here in Alberta so like Banff, Jasper things like that and I, I can't wait to just like get out there and go camping like hit the boat my uh, father-in-law has uh you know a spot right on the water in the Okanagan I just want to I want to experience summer all the cliche things have some hails on a boat <laughs> <laughs> all right let's uh quick lightning round to end us off here tonight who plays you in the movie of your life patrick cordy back oh that's easy brad pitt right nice <laughs> what's your go-to pandemic snack food oh um i have not been behaving myself so i'll say barbecue chips i love those right. you know what i'm changing it wasabi peas nice uh, what is one thing you've done over the past two months that you're proudest of? Um, there was a period last week where I did not drink wine two nights in a row. It's the small things. Uh, if you could pick any non-Gretzky former oiler in their prime to put on the current team, who would it be? Ooh, wow, wow, wow. Um, I don't think, can I say Taylor Hall? Can we just have him back? Yeah, sure. Do you want to give up Adam Larson or uh, do you want to keep Adam Larson while you're at it? So we're negotiating now. I don't like this. Um, <laughs> you can just have Taylor Hall. That's fine. <laughs> I just, I, if you can't tell, I'm still a little sore over that one. <laughs> and uh, who was the biggest influence on you musically growing up? You're not going to believe this because if you know the band, it sounds nothing like what my music has ever sounded like, but it's the band AFI. I don't know if you know them. Absolutely. But, uh, man, I went to an AFI show at 14. And I quit sports and skateboarding that day. No joke. I started wow. went into being in bands. That live show and lyrically and everything. Yeah, AFI, no question. They would hate That's to hear that, stuff. I'm sure, if they knew our music. But. <laughs> well, we're going to transition from that into some live music right here. We've got Service Delay coming up next, live with a set from their home. Patrick Cordyback, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. It's a pleasure. Please take care and stay safe out in Edmonton. Check out Sunset Gold right now, available 
uh, for purchase and on all streaming services now. Patrick, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Thank you for having me. This is a blast. Great questions. I loved it. I had a good time. Take care, Patrick. Thanks, man. Last few years 
the way it made me nervous Cause I don't ever wanna get that call You were thinking no one cared to even listen after all Next one is a cover from Modern Baseball called Your Graduation. Sidewalk, I guess I'll get up, I guess I'll go for a walk Drink your shoes and get some pavement I swear this has got to be the hundredth time I thought of you tonight You weren't the only one who thought of us that way I spend most nights awake, wide awake And I never thought that I, oh I would see the day I just let you go, let you walk away Used to call you crook, called you a bandit There ain't no other good damn reason why My heart, it would go missing for so many months And I was wishing that you, that you would stop pretending Remember all those countless nights when I told you I loved you and you never forget it, so just forget it. You weren't the only one who thought of us that way. I spent most nights away, wide away. I never thought that I, oh, I would see the day where I just. 
let you go, let you walk away. Let you walk away. Still got it. 
Uh, between sets here now, uh, Hockey Town Hangouts on a Friday night with the guys from Service Delay hanging out here with Chris, Joe, and Dave. Thanks for coming out here tonight, guys. It's a pleasure having you on here on a Friday night, spending your time with us. Thank you for having yeah, us. Thanks, man. How are you guys doing here tonight? How have you guys been for the past couple months? I've been doing pretty good. Can't complain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, things have been pretty chill. Just hanging around the house working, doing music stuff. And how has this, you know, the, the situation in the world been for the creative process for you guys? <laughs> um, honestly, it's, it's probably been pretty good. Uh, we've been jamming a lot more and coming True. up with more ideas and getting demos done and all that. So it's been pretty good creatively. Mm. We have the, uh, I guess, the pleasure of living together. So it hasn't been super inconvenient for us. Mm. Like just us to go work, unfortunately. But Dave and I don't have to work, so we've just been given like all the time in the world to kind of focus on things that we'd rather focus on. Mm. You guys driving each other crazy yet inside the band house, cooped up together? No, we not like, really. Not so far. We, we don't blow good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't step on each other's toes. So. Big house. <laughs> And uh, how have you been spending your days, uh, you know, for the past couple of months? Uh, uh, well, working. Yeah, uh, good, good. Playing video games. Uh, watching Jersey Shore. <laughs> the standard yeah. has dropped for television. <laughs> it's been bad. What's, what's better than bad TV? I mean, I've watched a lot of it over the past couple of months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a good time. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> have you, uh, you know, has there been any good culture in your life or just Jersey Shore? Oh, uh, <laughs> I can't think of any good culture, to be honest. I think we watched that Too Hot to Handle show. Oh, that boy. was pretty bad. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. That's oh, good Tiger culture. King. Culture. Oh, yeah, we watched Tiger King. That was, oh, that's yeah, more, culture. more good culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. <laughs> Uh, nothing but the best maybe we put on a, a jazz song at some point oh, that was crazy. yeah absolutely has there yeah. been anything that you guys have done that you've been really proud of over the past couple months uh definitely recording some demos mm -hmm. that was pretty exciting sure. I'm, yeah i'm enjoying how they sound so far so yeah yeah and, and what's the first thing that you're really really looking forward to doing once all of this is done 
jamming shows. And playing jamming. Shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. We yeah. miss we miss our drummer Carter. <laughs> yeah, Carter hasn't been with us for months. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All that. And, so what's the uh, what's the general mood for you guys right now? As uh, you know, on a Friday night. Uh, for you guys, as you finish one set, you head into another set. How are you guys feeling now? Pretty good. Pretty confident. We just practiced, and we're going to do it. Going to give it we're our just, all. We're just going to pass the puck it. and all that stuff. <laughs> Hockey terms. Pretty loose. Yeah. Is that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep your stick on the ice or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. Well, thank you guys for being here. Check out Service Delay. And uh, thank you guys for your first set. Check them out in their second set coming up right here on Hockey Town Hangouts. Thank you guys for being here. We appreciate you. Check them out right now. Second set starts right now. Peace. See ya. Thank you. Hey there, cool cats and kittens. We're Service Delay. We're back. This one's called INYB. Was it you who saw me falling and took him out on the floor and said, baby, you wanna dance? Was it you who stabbed me in my spine? See, it's funny, cause I'm
This one's another cover. This is 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins.
Uh, these next two are unreleased. Uh, they're going to be off of our upcoming EP. Who knows when that'll be? <laughs> this first one's called Stress. Losing teeth. It's hard to breathe when you end up underwater. Try to keep. This next one's our newest song, and this one's called Mercury. Thanks a lot for having us. We've been service delay. See you when this is all over.
and that's our show. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you to Barb Lundquist and the whole team at HGS Canada for continuing to make this show a reality. We appreciate it so much. Thank you to Trevor Riley and the whole team at Your TV Ottawa Valley for continuing to get this thing onto local television. Thank you, Levi Post, for continuing to make all the thoughts up here make sense and get them into line on the screen here. Thank you to Patrick Cordyback, Stereos, and Service Delay for coming to hang out here in the basement virtually on a Friday night with me. Thank you to all of you for continuing to watch. Please come back next Friday and hang out with us once again. Please keep following all health regulations so we can hang out in person sooner rather than later. I miss all of you. I want to see you sooner. Please keep following those regulations. Keep up with us on social media up here above. Keep up with us on our website at pembroke.ca. And uh, we want to see you soon. We're going to keep up with some cool stuff coming in the near future. Thank you, ASP. Uh, you're keeping me sane. We'll see you next week. Next Friday, we'll be back here with another Hockey Town Hangout brought to you by HGS Canada. Please support your community. Be good to each other. We'll see you next Friday. Until then, thanks for hanging out. So